Welcome to the Creative Rebels Podcast. My name is Jessica Krusen, and I am a marketing expert, master business strategist, and creative multiple six-figure entrepreneur. I'm super excited about helping your creative rebel thrive in business, make a ton of money, and stay true to your visionary soul. If you are ready to let loose your creative spirit, massively uplevel your business and productivity in ways specifically built for your imaginative, curious being, then you have come to the right place. My intention in this podcast is to have a ton of fun, break down the rules of how you think business should be, and help you create a reality that completely aligns with who you are. Think of this space as your weekly doodle, daydream, playtime to access tips, tools, and strategies to create your own creatively inspired, non-rigid, totally in flow, six-figure business and beyond. We are about to have a blast. Thank you for pushing play. Now let's begin. Okay. So today we're going to talk about how to move forward on a project without making it a big friggin' deal. Because as creatives, um, sometimes we're like, I'm not motivated or I'm not inspired and I need to get started. And it's like that, you know, blank white page syndrome. We all know exactly what that feels like, I'm assuming. Um, So when, when I'm in this state where I know I need to do a project and I'm just having trouble getting started, I feel like that inner five-year-old creative rebel being like no I'm not ready I don't know I don't know what to do that like little kind of tantrumy frustration rears its ugly head and it's like what do I do now because we live in a world of deadlines and if you're any type of business owner or just a creative person at heart and that doesn't necessarily mean you know, you paint or you draw or you write. I honestly believe we're all creative beings in one form or another. We are from creation and therefore we are creative. So that's a whole nother conversation. Anyways, um, so that inner five-year-old tends to rear its ugly head the moment I need to sit down and start a creative project. And that little five-year-old, you know, just wants to eat candy and finger paint and draw outside of the lines. And life doesn't always operate that way. So it's like, how do we move forward on a project when (laughs) we're feeling that little inner struggle? And let me tell you a little story about when I was, um, I think I was around seven or eight eight years old and you know every year they do parent teacher conferences right and so my mom gets called in and I was a good student I like got good grades and I was you know for the most part fairly fairly attentive and didn't cause a ruckus or anything but my teacher sits down with my mom and says to my mom Jessica is going to excel in life she'll be just fine as long as she has a career without any deadlines I don't know about you, but I don't know of any career or job that doesn't have a deadline at some point or another. And so, um, not that I live by the credo of this teacher, but that's kind of embodying the essence of the creative spirit or the creative project. It's never really done. It's always, um, there's always more that I could be doing. There's always more, like a little more zhuzh here, a little less 
that of that there I mean if you've ever dared to pick up a paintbrush you know exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> um, and paints a little less forgiving than Photoshop or um, in design or you know the backspace button in a Google sheet so um, so what do we do? What do we do when we live in a world where there's deadlines and we have to get things done? And um, I just also want to check in, make sure you guys can hear me okay. Give me a hearts or a thumbs up or anything like that. Make sure you can hear me all right. Um, so what do we do? Um, so, you know, one, I want to say if you get in creative ruts or you get anxiety when you see that blank white page, you are not alone. This happens to everyone. I am certain is part of the creative process. So that's one piece, like how do we begin? And my, my insight here, my own work, and what I wanna share with you is to begin, you just begin. Like it might be blah, 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 if you say you're on a writing project, like, you know, this is cool, blah, blah, blah. You just literally start typing out words. And then it's like the doors can open that way. The door can open. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I've broken the white page viewpoint from my eyes to the paper or the computer screen. And that can allow a space to open up. So literally write anything. Sometimes you have to just do some creative consciousness streaming in order to get a writing project started. Or um, if you're, say, designing something or maybe you're an interior designer or a landscape architect, just open the program or pull out the tile and carpet samples and just begin to play. Use that inner five-year-old creative rebel who loves to play. Just pull that person out and have fun. Because I don't know about you, when I have a deadline looming, that's kind of when fun starts to like seep out of the room or seep out of my space. Um, Because there's like an unconscious pressure that I put on myself. And I think if we can just remember this is for our enjoyment ultimately um, and hopefully to create revenue in our business or in our um, career then it kind of just like takes some of that pressure off so um, again totally normal to feel these creative blocks um, one thing I like to do is like clear out the area like if I'm stuck or I need to move forward on a process or a project and there's a cup on the desk like there is right now or some papers from the previous project I was working on, like move that out of your way. Also, if there's mental things going on in your head, um, eliminate those too. So a huge thing as I move forward in my own evolution as an entrepreneur and a business owner, I just came up with this this week too. There's like the stuff I hate to do list. And um, I've started tracking that so that I can delegate it to um, an employee, an intern, hire someone off of TaskRabbit. Like I don't want to do these things anymore. <laughs> they drain me. They are not essential to my well-being. I'm creating a business by design anyways, so why not 
delegate some of those things to someone else. And you might be saying, Jessica, that's great. I can't really afford an employee right now. And then I always do the, um, what is it costing you not to? So if you say you charge, and I'm just going to throw out an arbitrary number here, say you charge $100 an hour, and that means your time, that hour, is worth $100. But if you're doing minimum wage tasks, are you not losing money in those situations? Just something to ponder. I wasn't even going to talk about that, but that just came up, so I'm sharing it with you. Um, another like really random tip that I have found... Um, has helped me a lot is I use binaural beat focus music when I really, really am having a hard time focusing on a project. And I just play this in the background. It's um, like a brain entrapment track that just loops over and over and over again. And you can find it on Spotify. That's where I found mine. I think it's called, let's see, I have it pulled up over here. It's binaural beats, brain waves, isochronic tones. This stuff, I swear, this music like holds your brain in a certain space so you can focus. Um, I have not been diagnosed with attention deficit disorder, but I definitely feel like my focus, and I think we're in, in the era and of a time where there's like instant gratification everywhere. So my brain can bounce around a lot. Um, and I feel, I find that this, um, this, these tracks really, really help me stay focused. These are just like random little tips I want to give you guys. Then um, there's the Pomodoro method. I've talked about this before in my social media posts, but that is choosing an increment of time to work, like 40 minutes on. You find out which formula works for you. I think the general one is like 50 minutes on, 10 minutes off. So you're like working in an hour increment. And what that means is you sit down, you put on that brainwave entrapment audio and you sit and you focus for 40 minutes. Like anyone can sit down and focus for 40 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes. You can't, like anyone can do that. So you sit down, you focus 50 minutes and then for your 10 minutes, you get up, you walk around, you take some deep breaths, you get your energy back up, you bring more oxygen to your brain, you drink some water, do not still sit in front of the computer and then go check email for 10 minutes. No, you wanna like break up the space and give yourself a chance to, um, you know, give your brain a little, little respite, a little break. So get up, move around, stretch, deep breathe, go drink some water, maybe go talk to, a coworker or a friend or you know give yourself a minute it's like a little mini meditation for 10 minutes and then come back and then you focus again for 50 minutes um you'd be surprised at how often you might get a project done within those 50 minutes that you thought was going to take you hours hours so try it i did like a little challenge little side challenge try this method for a week or even like a day just do it for a day and um so anyways i was gonna give you guys some action steps those were like little fun little tips like as you're working but um i want to give you some action steps to do this weekend or next week before um, you sit down for a creative project so one really take a moment 
and you can do this right now, to drop any supposed to. Like, this is what it's supposed to look like. Um, recently, I came into the office at like 10 a.m. instead of, you know, 8 a.m. where most people, 8 or 9 a.m. people start work. Well, I have a morning ritual that I'm very much appreciative of that gives me what I need for the day. And so, hey, Mike, um, good to see you. So I use this, like, like this idea that I have to be at work at 9 a.m. and work till 5. Like, says who? I feel like that's still from the industrial age, and that doesn't really exist anymore. So what I want you to do is just take a moment and drop all ideas of, like, this is what the day is supposed to look like due to societal standards. Um... And design a day, this is my step number two, like first drop this idea of expectations of what it's supposed to look like. And then number two, take 30 minutes and write out what is your ideal day? What time are you waking up in the morning? What time um, are you getting to work? How many hours are you working at a time? How long is your lunch break? And and really try and drop any sort of idea of, oh no, I can't, like, I can't take that much time in the morning. Or there's, like, realistically, there is no time to take that much of a break in the middle of the day. Like, get get rid of all that. And even if you have um, a job, like, your boss is, you know, you need to be here by 9 a.m., okay, so that's fair enough. Um, but like, what is, what is the time before that 9am mark look like for you? So start to daydream and look at what does your ideal day look like? And even if you have a nine to five, kind of go rogue here, like let yourself think, Hmm, maybe there is a way I could start coming in at 10am if I leave at six instead of five, or maybe you're totally sharp and, agile in the morning and you start at 7 a.m. and you leave at 3 and maybe this will give you more time with your kids or um, to do like an afternoon activity that's meaningful for you. We live in a day and age where there's a lot of flexibility even if you don't think so. Like kind of open up to the possibility that maybe you can design a life that you love and a business that you love and it's not um it's not a place to be trapped anymore because we have so much flexibility with the internet and working remotely or you know there's so many tools like it just blows my mind you, you can do more now than you could even three four years ago so Take 30 minutes, sit down, design that ideal day. Who are you surrounded by? What kind of things are being said to you? What kind of things are you saying to other people? And I feel like once you do this exercise, it opens you up to a new understanding of when and where and how you can do those creative processes or work on those projects in a way that is designed and works for you. Instead of like, I have to, it's a deadline, it's due tomorrow, because I totally get stuck in those those rote thoughts, and it doesn't have to be this way, is what I'm saying. And it takes practice. It really takes practice. If you've thought this way for, you know, your whole entire adult life, 
Like it'll take some practice to kind of break down those thoughts and of what's possible and what can I really get done in 50 minutes if I use that Pomodoro method and so on and so forth. So just try it on as an experiment, test it, like as I love to do with pretty much everything in my work with people is like experiment, try it, test it. If it doesn't work, tweak it, do it again, try it a different way. I mean, isn't that the whole like formula of the world and of life? You do things, you learn from them, and then you try it again and you do it a little bit differently. And then you start to really maneuver and make what hopefully is your ideal life. So that was tip number two. Tip number three, have a resource, like a little um, arsenal of get unstuck rituals. And this could be anything, you know, you, you know, you best what works for you, but I'll share some of mine. So if I'm sitting down and I've got the music on and I've got the 40 minute timer on and I have my coffee and my water and all the like elements are perfectly aligned and I'm still sitting there going, this ain't working. Um, (laughs) I have a couple things that I do to kind of reset, um, like that little button on your on your phone. Like sometimes you just need to power off your phone and start it back up again so it'll do what you want it to do. <laughs> I, I feel like I have my little rituals that help me do that for myself. So one is I go outside. Um, guilty, totally guilty of sitting at my computer for way too long. And then I'm like, oh my God, I haven't gone outside today. It's not a good habit that I have. So I really make a point of get up, Go outside, look at something new, look at something different, go a different direction than I normally would or say to a hello to a person that I might not normally say hi to as I'm passing them on the street. Like get something new into your environment because that helps your brain go, wait, what, wait, what? Like I gotta, I gotta open up and see and, and it's like kind of some of those survival things start to kick in. It's weird. It's like a subterranean happening. Um, and you can, you can start, you see different things. Like sometimes um, I'll go out in nature and then it's like, oh, wow, look at that tree. <laughs> or look at the way that house is designed. That's so interesting. I really love the color palette that, that you know, architect or interior designer decided to use or that, you know, God decided to use on the tree. So, and then it's like, oh, that's that's what I want to use. Like, the sunset's amazing today. Oh, I can use those oranges and yellows and blah, blah, blah. That's perfect for the project I'm working on. And Or maybe you even might meet some random person that has an insight that changes your whole perspective on the thing you were working back huddled in your office trying to figure out all on your own. Um, so get up, walk, get a new environment going. That's one I love. Um, I also like to just call somebody, talk them, talk to them, talk out whatever is going on in my brain at the moment, get unstuck, clear. Like that's kind of like the physical space I was talking about earlier. You can unclutter your mental space too just by talking something through with someone. And, and just be very um, upfront. Be like, hey, friend, I'm calling you right now. I just need to like, can I just vent? Can I just... Do you have some space? Do you have five minutes where I could just be like, here's the thing I'm working on and I'm really stuck and I hate this or I love this or blah, blah, blah. And just get it out. And then you'll kind of sit down and you're like, oh, I feel lighter. This is easier than it was 10 minutes ago. 
So that's another one I love to do. Um, if you're like me, I'm in the computer a lot. I'm looking at the computer a lot. I'm writing, I'm creating content for clients, I'm designing for clients, I'm pulling resources for clients, I'm emailing for clients, um, I'm social mediaing for clients, you know, so I'm constantly in, in this computer or that computer and um, it can be limiting to say the least. So I like to go touch something real, like open a book. I know, it's weird, right? Like go open an image-driven book that's beautiful. We have a couple here in my office that are just like, there's one about the Beatles that I love. Um, you know, go outside and go touch a menu that looks cool. Like say you're a designer, I'm always judging what menus look like at restaurants. Um, go just be in the world similar to the nature thing but it's a little bit different because you know I can look up inspiration on Pinterest or other websites no problem but sometimes I need to touch something physical I need to go look at paper or um, play with pens or markers or you know just get out there get into something real something that's physical and um, quiet time (laughs) sometimes Um, It's just best to do nothing at all. Oh my God, I just watched the Christopher Robin movie with Winnie the Pooh and he, he, I'm totally going to mess it up, but he says something like, Winnie the Pooh says something like, um, something great always happens. Doing nothing always creates something or something like that. It was just like doing nothing brings something to you. And I think in the Western world, we're trained to be driven go do more 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 answer more emails look at more stuff get more input more more input sometimes you just need to cut the input off and sometimes doing nothing brings you that something that you were looking for go watch that movie it's a freaking adorable and very zen i loved it so much um can't stop thinking about his cute little bear face i don't even have kids i love those kinds of movies but um Anyways, those are my three tips. So just to recap, um, you're totally normal. If you get creative blocks, I'm sure there's like 101,000 million trillion blog posts about getting unstuck creatively um, and moving forward on projects without making it a big deal. But really, you're not alone. It's part of the creative process. Try not to hate the creative process. It is what it is. And, And the more I've learned to enjoy the creative process, the easier um, projects get done and the less um, of a grind it is. Um, so one, just drop any feelings of what it's supposed to look like or how it's supposed to go. Just drop that completely. Do it when it feels right and good for you. Um, think about what your ideal day looks like. That's number two. And um, like, start living it. I triple double dog dare you like design the ideal day and incorporate at least one thing from it next week um that's another little challenge for you and then kind of have your mental or written down bucket of how to get unstuck rituals of what works for you think back in the past like oh yeah that's right every time I've been stuck and I do this it helps or maybe try some of the ones I suggested 
that's it for today my creative rebels hopefully this was helpful for you and leave a comment let me know what's one thing you're committed to doing this coming week and i'd love to hear more about you and from you so anything you want to share any other questions you have about moving forward on a project without making it a big freaking deal let me know i'd love to help okay hopefully you have a great weekend and i'll talk to you guys soon bye thank you so much for tuning into this episode if you absolutely loved what you heard today please be sure to share it with me by leaving a review in itunes This inspires me to keep bringing more great content and helps others find it as well. If you haven't already connected with me on social media, receive even more tips and tricks by searching Jessica Cruson and Creative Rebels. I am so grateful for you and can't wait to connect in the next episode. In the meantime, have fun and go be a creative rebel.